This week on the Tech Night Out Live, we'll be featuring outspoken commentator, podcaster, and all those other things, Kirk McElhern of Kirkville. A little bit later, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer will be joining us. And we've got a lot of things going on, such as new class action lawsuits targeting Apple. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. So, Kirk, welcome back. And I wanted to focus on this because you did a blog about it. So we hear some time ago that Apple might be throttling performance of older iPhones. And the conspiracy theory is that, therefore, what Apple's trying to do is force you to buy an upgrade. But this story has much different explanations involved. What happened? We've been hearing for years these conspiracy theories about Apple slowing down older iPhones to make you buy a new one. And they've been pretty much debunked pretty quickly because there was no proof. But what we found out now is that since last year, so this would be since iOS 10 came out, they have been throttling the iPhone 6, 6S, and SE if the batteries were not in good condition. Now, we need to understand what this means. There's a lot of variables. We know that lithium-ion batteries lose their capacity to store and use power over time. And we can see this with any device that uses that sort of a battery, whether it's a laptop, an iPhone, or an iPad. They're particularly sensitive to weather conditions. So you're currently in Arizona in sub-freezing weather. If you leave your iPhone outside in your car, um, that's really not good for the battery. Or if in summer it's 100 degrees and you leave your iPhone in the car, that's not very good either. You can assume that you can use them for three years without suffering too much. And after that time, the battery life is going to degrade. Now, what Apple has done is that when they've detected that the batteries can't provide enough power to run the operating system to respond to the demands on the iPhone, they slow down the iPhone. Throttling isn't a good word because that suggests that it's slowed down all the time. Um, The evidence that we have says that it's only on peak demand that instead of the best analogy would be, let's say you're making 10 requests in a second, and if the phone can't keep up with that, it slows down to make five a second, so it takes twice as long for the number of requests. Now, we're actually talking about microseconds or milliseconds here, so it's not quite as simple as that, but they're not throttling it all the time. You would see a slowdown if you're doing something that's really processor-intensive, and I'm thinking, you know, games for instance, that have a a, a very big demand on both the processor and the video. So we're talking about here extreme use or use that stretches the processor. It's also, therefore, if you run a benchmark test, which is pushing the limits, well, therefore, it will show. Right. The benchmark test, its goal is to um, make the processor work as much as possible, make the video work as much as possible, 
to find what its maximum levels are. So people are looking at this and they're saying, well, mine's supposed to be 1.5 gigahertz. And in this benchmark test, it's only 600. So that means it's only one third as fast as it should be. But that's not how it works. This is only happening at the times when the battery can't keep up. Because before they introduced this in the software, what was happening is these phones were simply shutting down when they couldn't provide enough power. Now, I would rather that my phone slow down than shut down. But the, the real problem we have now is that Apple has come out and said that this is the case, but they weren't telling users about this. I, I've got a MacBook Pro, and if I go into the system information app and I look at the power section, I can see the battery health, the number of cycles, and whether the battery needs to be replaced or not. Now, it's not old enough that I even have to worry about that, but I can find that information on the Mac. Um, you can't find that on the iPhone, and in particular... There's no alert that says, hey, you know what? Your battery's old enough that it's not going to be optimal for doing everything, so your phone may slow down at certain times. The, 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 the biggest issue with this is that there are some people not, I don't know how many, but I'm seeing anecdotal evidence from people with technical knowledge on Twitter and Facebook who are saying, you know, I had an iPhone 6 and it got really slow, so I gave up and bought a new one. Whereas all they needed to do was go to Apple and spend $79 to get the battery replaced. And that's so at this, Apple. You can go to the Walmart and the little yeah, kiosk I, in there and get the yeah. battery replaced for $49 or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'd trust a, a third-party company to do that, but you know they, they do it often enough. If you remember, I think last year there were problems where um, third-party screen replacements were deactivating the Touch ID sensor on the home button. So I'd be hesitant about a non-Apple person doing that, and, and it's not that much of a difference in price. But if Apple says to me, your battery is old and it's going to slow down your phone, but you know what? You can replace the battery for a low amount of money and have a phone that will operate more smoothly. Um, they didn't do that. And I think, uh, frankly, there are a couple of class action lawsuits that have been filed, and I think Apple's going to lose this one. Is it because the customers are not being notified? Is that what it's mostly about? Well, that's what I see. I haven't read what the the, the I haven't read what the logic is behind the lawsuits. Um, you know, we see these class action lawsuits every now and then against Apple because it's a big target, and sometimes they do seem a bit frivolous. Um, you know, Apple updated ios and all of a sudden i couldn't run this app right that kind of thing but here we're talking about something where they had the power to notify you that they were downgrading the abilities of your phone um they didn't do that and and particularly they didn't let you know that there was a solution that would have made your phone faster again now this reminds me of the fact that when your battery is down to 20 percent of charge it can go into a low power mode. You're giving that option. Exactly. Right. In a situation like this, there's no message saying your battery may need replacement. So we're forced to run it in a slightly reduced performance until this matter is taken care of. That's where you're seeing the class action suits find a way to succeed and that Apple has admitted it now. Does that make it better or worse or is it give them more ammunition? Well, 
To me, Apple's admission is interesting. They say our goal is to deliver the best experience for customers, which includes overall performance and prolonging the life of their devices. Then they talk about, you know, how the batteries can, um, then they talk about how the batteries can lose power. And they say last year, we released a feature for iPhone 6, 6S, and SE to smooth out the instantaneous peaks only when needed to prevent the device from unexpectedly shutting down during these conditions. We've now extended that feature to iPhone 7 with iOS 11.2 and plan to add support for other products in the future. Now, this is actually a useful feature when you think about it, um, rather than your phone shutting down or being unable to do a certain thing. But the problem is, again, you, you mentioned that low power mode warning. Um, that basically throttles everything on the phone. It really turns off a lot of things. And, and there's also um, a version of that on the Apple Watch. But that's only because you have less than 20% of the full power. Here, the problem is that the lithium-ion battery is unable to provide enough voltage at, at peak demand, um, which means that certain things won't work. So again, it's not something that happens all the time if you're just reading email or um, you know maybe even watching a video on YouTube. You might not see it. It's only when certain high-demand activities are done by the phone that it would slow down. Now... The people who were saying that their phones slowed down a lot, um, maybe they were noticing this in more areas than they should. Maybe their battery is not just unhealthy, but really unhealthy. You know what? We're going to be unhealthy if we don't break to pause for a few pieces of business. Then we'll get back to Apple and the iPhone throttling conspiracy called Throttlegate on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. 
Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. Age-related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55, but with treatment it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD, or go to the website fightblindness.org, where I found so much helpful information. Or again, call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We have to give a gate name to everything. So do we call this throttle gate? Or will well, Apple Gene, throttle us that? for saying that? Why did you do that? Seriously, we don't need a gate. And frankly, if it was a gate, I'd call it power gate or battery gate or, you know, Apple not giving an alert gate or something like that. But we don't need a gate, please. We've had too many gates. Remember holding it the wrong way gate? Actually, that's the one we called antenna gate. Yes, um, it is. But, you know, it's particularly disturbing because... They really did something that's going to help the user, but they didn't say anything. It's just the deceptive nature of that. I think Apple's going to suffer a serious blemish on their reputation because of this. It's the kind of thing that just makes you mistrust Apple. I said earlier, you know, we've had these conspiracy theories for years since well before this new feature was introduced. And it's always been disproven. It's just been a sort of subjective thing. That people, you know, they see a new operating system, they see their friends have a new phone and it's faster. But now they're admitting that they weren't telling us about something that people thought they were doing. You know, this is like this is like NASA admitting they faked the moon landing almost, right? And please don't start in on saying that they did fake the moon landing. Well, of course really. they did. We know that. That's obvious. It goes okay. without saying, so I won't say it. Okay. <laughs> 
I agree with you that a big problem with Apple is that they are not forthcoming in areas where they should be. Something like this, if they put up a prompt one time, the first time it happens or whenever, we detected that you're putting higher demands on your phone, your battery is getting worn, whatever. It can be done in a few words or sentences. Put up a warning. Explain what's really going on. I think few people would complain. They wait and respond, and that causes problems. Yeah, and, and again, the fact that you can replace the battery for a, a reasonable cost, I'd say even $79 on a phone that costs, what, $600, $700, the iPhone 6 or 6 Plus, I would say that's a fair amount to pay because if you think about it, the only thing that really wears out on an iPhone is the battery. Sure, you may drop it a few times, you may break it, that's totally different, but there's no actual wear to it, there's no moving parts. If you've got a two or three year old phone and you can make it work again for $79, I think a lot of people would do that instead of upgrading. And of course, this is the conspiracy theory that they get people to buy the phones instead of replacing the battery. All right. You see, that's where things get really crazy. That's where we get problems. The fact that people are coming to conclusions. And I think anyone who bought a brand new iPhone on the theory that it's no good anymore, who were fooled into thinking something that wasn't true. I suppose they could then, you know, one of the reasons they could have in the lawsuit is deception. Yeah, it, it sounds to me like they didn't want to say this. If they could point to a technical support document explaining this or something that they did at the WWDC talking about this. Um, to developers, for example. Right. And and then we would know that this was not hidden, that this was something that they had spoken about out in the open. And, and I think developers would want to know because let's say you're a developer and you've got an app and the customer says, well, this app isn't running very well. Um, the developer would want to know, OK, well, how long have you had it? What's the battery health? And there are third party apps that can let you see the battery health. Um, but unfortunately, Apple doesn't provide this information. And it's really the the fact that you can see this information on a laptop um, makes it even more complicated for Apple to justify what they did. I guess another thing they can do is in a near term iOS update, provide that information and then say, OK, you see, we're showing you now that here's the status of your battery with a warning that performance may be throttled or whatever phrase they want to use, it may run in a reduced performance setting because the demands in the battery would make it unsafe. Yeah, I'm just looking on my iPhone at the battery settings in the settings app. Um, it, it lets you toggle low power mode, whether or not you want to display a battery percentage, and it shows how much each app has used the battery. Now, there's plenty of room there to have a battery health section to say, hey, your battery's had X number of charge cycles, um, and you know that the, the life of the battery is a certain number of charge cycles, and it, this depends on the battery. Um, now, clarify uh, that here. It's not topping off the battery. It's a full charge cycle that's being counted. A, a charge cycle is this. If you use, let's say you've just gotten your phone, it's fully charged, and you're using it, and you use it until it reaches 50% battery power left, and then you fully charge it again. That's a half a charge cycle. If you use it to 50% and fully charge it again, that's a full charge cycle. Um, 
So if you recharge it every time you get to 66% after three recharges, that's one charge cycle. So a charge cycle is the battery using 100% of its capacity, not one charge every day, because for many people, this will be over two days or a day and a half or whatever. Um, each battery has a number of charge cycles, and it depends on the size of the battery. And I guess there's also um, technology that, that controls this. They know how many charge cycles it's recommended for, it's rated for, what they consider the, the sort of nominal usage. And they can say that. And, and on a laptop, the battery health is related to the number of charge cycles. So in my article, um, I have a recently purchased um, refurbished MacBook Pro. And the battery health information for this um, MacBook Pro says cycle count nine condition normal. That means it's gone through nine full battery charges, 100 units. It's used 900 units. And condition is normal. And it's always normal unless there's something really wrong. Um, and even when you get to a certain point on a laptop, you will get a dialogue, an alert saying, hey, your battery needs to be replaced. They could do this in the battery settings. They could have a little red exclamation point, the kind that you get when there's an update available, um, saying, hey, check the battery settings. We're going to tell you there's a problem here. Um, change your battery. It's not impossible to do it. Now, we're not used to changing things in the iPhone. You know, with a lot of Android phones, you pop off the back and you buy a battery for 20 bucks and, and replace it. And it's really easy. Since we can't do it that simply, we, we don't think about it. Um, and at least one thing that's happening here is that people are going to become more aware that you actually can change the battery. Wouldn't recommend you do it yourself, even though you can buy kits to, to do this with the tools and the batteries. Um, but it's certainly possible to do it, and it's not ridiculously expensive. Well, maybe Apple will learn something from a class action lawsuit. Maybe if they settle this. I mean... Well, obviously, nobody's going to get $100 million off this. What happens with these class action lawsuits is Apple may settle quietly, maybe even under NDA. And then each person who participated gets, what, a $10 gift certificate with Apple? Yeah, right. Like an iTunes store certificate, so they're going to spend the money on Apple, and they're going to buy more stuff anyway. And yeah. So we um, know what's going to happen here, but I just hope they're chastened. By the Just to go a little bit further in, in this cycle count, um, Apple has a web page where they talk about um, how to determine battery cycle count for Mac notebooks. Let's discuss that in our next segment. The okay. later, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer joins us. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Now Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Want revenge on the common housefly? 
Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. So 
So the argument here, Kirk is positing, is that for a Mac notebook, it's not difficult to find out the condition of the battery. And they're not easy to replace there either anymore at all. No, it's not. You, you have to pay Apple to do that. Right. Or a third-party authorized dealer. So right. you point out that there is information on Apple's site to Yeah, Apple has a page where they show the cycle count on. limits. Apple has a page where they give the cycle count limits, limits for notebooks. And you can see that the cycle count goes from about 300 for MacBook Airs, MacBook Pros in 2008, 2009 and earlier. Then it goes up to 500 for some models. And then most recent models are 1,000 um, cycles. So that goes from the MacBook Air from 2010, the MacBook Pro 17-inch from early 2009, um, up to the present. So pretty much all recent Macs um, get 1,000 cycles, Mac laptops. Now, it's the same thing if you sit there and you run your notebook all the day on the AC power. It's not using the battery. So that doesn't count. Nothing like that counts towards the battery. It's the charge cycle. It's the charge cycle. How many times it's going through this process that dictates how long the battery is going to last, even if it's five years later. But is there a shelf life for a lithium-ion battery? Well, you know, we've had a lot of changes in this battery technology. I don't know if you remember some years ago, Apple recommended that when you get a new device, maybe not an iPhone, but certainly a Mac, that what you should do is you should charge it to 100%, then you should let it run out completely, not only to the point where it shuts off, but leave it overnight, because even when it shuts down, there's still like 1% or 2% power left in the battery. That would somehow calibrate the battery, or, or more correctly, the the part of the software that knows when the battery is full and when it's empty. They don't recommend that anymore. You don't need to do that. So now they just say, you know, use the battery as normal. One thing that's not recommended is to leave it for a long time, either fully charged or empty, and leave it plugged in too much. So if you've got a recent MacBook, MacBook Pro, and you work on a desk uh, and you work on a desktop and leave it plugged in all the time, that's not good. The power needs to move in and out. You should unplug it, let it run down, plug it back in again. But other than that, they're much more resilient than they used to be. When you bring that up, I happen to have a 2010 MacBook Pro, the 17-inch. And I'm going to look at that battery right now as we speak. I'm going to go into About This Mac and look up the battery information and let you know what it says. But again, what's the shelf life of these batteries? If I use it occasionally and I charge it occasionally, it's got another 300, 500 cycles left, but the battery is seven years old. What does that mean? Well, it depends on how much it's been used. And, and I don't think the fact that it's seven years old means that it's necessarily bad. It won't be as good as a new battery. There's a lot of variables um, involved here. Again, the, the, the cycle count is probably the most important. Whether you stored it at the right temperature, not too hot, not too cold, that makes a difference on how well the battery is going to be able to charge itself fully. I think one of the problems with the temperature difference is that it may not be able to do a full charge um, efficiently. Well, as we speak, I'm going to look at that and see what goes on. But we'll get into more of that soon. Let's just look at Apple in 2017. So the iMac Pro didn't ship on December 32nd. Okay. I was hoping you'd have something to say. Oh, okay. 
Well, the iMac Pro is shipped already. We're recording this on Friday the 22nd. Um, presumably, people are going to start getting their iMac Pros today or tomorrow um, or um, sometime next week. But they will get it before the end of the year. Some of them, not all the models were available right away. Um, and I did see today that there are 10, 14, 18 core models. And some of them that were supposed to be like four to six weeks are now shipping earlier. Um, so it seems that they will be coming earlier rather than later for a lot of people. This is perfectly normal with Apple. They tend to try to amaze you, except when the 2013 Mac Pro came out. Then most ship the next year. I mean, if you happen to order an iMac Pro with 14 or 18 processor cores, it's a next year issue. But you stood a chance with 8 and 10. Yeah. But I think um, I, I did see today that some of the 14 cores might already be shipping or the, the shipping date has been lowered. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Because, you know, I'm not buying one of these things. Oh, I'm noticing very quickly on my MacBook Pro, I didn't look at the detailed list, but it says the battery condition is normal. Well, it's always normal until it's not. Um, I'm not sure what the other um, adjectives are, but I know that at, at the end, you, could, you will eventually get a dialogue saying that the battery absolutely needs to be replaced. Yes. It's not there now, but... I know that Apple mentions there's a way to get that information about charge cycles. So it says, hold down the option key and click the Apple menu, choose system information. In the hardware section of the system information window, select power. And yeah, the current that's what cycle I said, account is listed under battery article. information under health, under battery information. Yeah, there's a screenshot in my article showing that for my MacBook Pro. That's what I said earlier. Um, but it doesn't give you any more information than that. Um, now, Apple used to provide this battery health information in the um, battery menu extra, but they removed that. And, and I think we talked about it because one of the things that this showed was how much time was left on the battery, how much um, usage time. And they said that this time is this figure is too dynamic and it wasn't useful to present it anymore. Um, I'm looking at my MacBook Pro right now and I have a, a utility called iStat Menus and its battery widget tells me um, the time, but it also tells the health, the number of cycles and the condition. And the health is in a, um, is a percentage. So this is a relatively new computer. The health is 100%. The condition is normal. I, I don't remember exactly which terms they use when the condition isn't normal. Um, but uh, I do know that when you get to the, um, when it gets really, when the health gets really low, you, you might get something like check battery. And, and I think you get a dialogue as well. You're not going to believe this. Now I've had this MacBook pro for seven and a half years now. Yeah. You know how many battery charges it shows? How many? 49. No. Did you change the battery? No. That's the only possibility. Did you have any repairs recently? No. The reason is 99% of the usage it's received has been on a power cord. Okay. Now, that's not, as I said, that's not necessarily the best thing. It's not recommended to do that. Well, um, I'm, but, right now I'm running it on battery. I'm going to let go through a full charge recharge cycle. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but it's unusual. But, I didn't expect that. 
Well, yeah, but that means that you really just leave it plugged in. Um, eventually, if you were to start using it on the battery, I have a feeling it wouldn't last that long. You'd quickly, um, your battery life would quickly go down because it's just not good for the battery, and particularly one seven and a half years old. They're a lot better now. Um, it's just not that good um, to not move the energy in and out. We're challenging Mother Nature. Is there any news at all about better battery technologies? Because it's just incremental stuff. Tiny, tiny improvements in lithium-ion batteries. Except for the ones, of course, that blow up. Yeah, every once in a while, I see an article about uh, amazing new battery technology discovery. And, you know, just like all these things, like all these medical um, research paper announcements, they've theoretically come up with something. But getting that to market is going to take a long time. We'll um, talk about batteries in our next okay. segment and something else that Kirk doesn't know on the Tech Night Out Live. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out Slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's Slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family. Now through January, use the promo code HOLIDAY to get free shipping in the U.S. or Canada. And from all of us at Slingbow Industries, have a safe, joyous, and peaceful holiday season. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword CLEAR55 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text CLEAR55 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text CLEAR55 to 350350. That's C-L-E-A-R 55 to 350350. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl. Live with Gene Steinberg. Yeah, I keep reading Kirk McElhern about possible developments in battery technology, but it's always in the form of some technology startup or something, and we've got this great idea, and someday soon maybe we will have this in a form where it could be marketed, but it hasn't happened yet, and maybe it won't happen, and maybe it will, but you got to kind of think that people like Apple or even Tesla and other companies are spending billions of dollars to find the magic bullet in batteries. And I don't mean the bullet that was found in the Galaxy Note 7 from Samsung. Let me give you this story here, okay? The crypto mining Android malware, so demanding it burst a smartphone. Ever hear of this? Not this particular one, but I know that um, Bitcoin mining malware is is a big deal. Um, There are a lot of websites that do this. And if, if you're on a website and all of a sudden you hear your fan go on, it's because that they're running software on your computer that they basically download in a web page in JavaScript to try to mine Bitcoin. And I have absolutely no idea. I don't think we should even talk about Bitcoin. It's like, it's tulips. At the moment that we're talking, I just was actually looking this up earlier. Um, Bitcoin hit something like 20,000 or just under 20,000 two days ago, and it's currently at 12,000. It's down 12% today and this is only the middle of the day for u.s trading so i I don't think this is going to last much longer um but also i saw that a number of ad blockers include 
uh, rules to stop Bitcoin mining. Opera just announced that they were adding a Bitcoin mining blocker to their browser as well. It's got to a point now where I don't know how you can even trust it. For years, you know, it was what, $1,000 and maybe it was $800 no, not or something For years, else. it was a couple hundred. And this came in the wake of reports of security problems at certain Bitcoin exchanges, I think exchanges or processing centers. And I wouldn't trust it until this thing stabilizes because this is funny money. Chris, some people think the stock market's funny money. But let me read you the story here. This is from ZDNet. Most Android malware is at best annoying, but rarely does it cause physical damage to a phone. Not so with Lopi, a newly discovered Trojan with a cryptocurrency miner, this is what you were talking about, that worked a phone so hard, its battery swelled up and burst open the device's back cover. Well, that's a Samsung phone, so anything to do with batteries is going to be iffy. Um, but yeah, they, they just max out the processor as much as they can. And I guess if there's a problem with the battery or it's sensitive, this is what we've seen with the other Samsung phones that blew up. You want to talk about getting a hot ticket? This is the hottest ticket. <laughs> I have not heard of problems with the Galaxy Note 8 or any of these Samsung S8, except they all have facial recognition and iris sensors, biometrics that can be fooled easily with a digital photograph. Now, with Face ID, sometimes identical twins can do it, sometimes close family members that look nearly alike. Also, a 3D mask. You know, you ever watch the Mission Impossible movies and one of their stocks and trade is to create a 3D mask. The thing that I always didn't understand is I understand a 3D mask. I understand the voice filter that allows the voice to sound like the person you're impersonating. But what about the physical characteristics? I mean, how many people can Tom Cruise at 5'6 impersonate unless it's a short criminal? That's a good point. You see, that was the big deal when Martin Landau was on the original Mission Impossible. That's where he became famous before he played Bela Lugosi and won Best Supporting Actor in Ed Wood. And that was a big thing, even in the 60s and 70s, was this spectacular mask that made it seem as if you were the person you were impersonating. You couldn't detect the mask. Undetectable. That's alien technology, I think. It is, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of, it works fine with CGI, but when you have someone in real life, then it's simply impossible to make that work because there are just too many muscles in the face that move when we talk, when we smile, when we open and close our eyes, um, that it's impossible to make that look real. But this is fiction. It's Mission Impossible. Right. Look, if Tom Cruise at 55 can hang off buildings and jump. Yeah. And that thing he did on the airplane, that was impressive. I wonder, though, how much of that is genuine and how much of that is hype. Well, I saw a a brief film showing that a lot of it was real. Maybe not all the movements, but the, the him being on the plane wing when the plane took off or whatever happened was totally real. Right. Well, they can certainly do that with trick photography. I mean, you can have him, oh, he's getting on the plane now. And then you sneak in the guy who does the stunts. I mean... Yeah, but no, I I think that the definite parts of it were real. But again, you know, movies and superhero stuff and all that's not my thing. But you don't expect superhero stuff to be real. You know, you know, Superman's not flying. You know, Batman is not leaping off buildings. And you know that Wonder Woman is not dodging bullets or the Flash is not 
traveling through time. We know that. It's all CGI effects, even on television. But when Tom yeah, Cruise would- allegedly does a death-defying stunt, you have to wonder sometimes, would anyone risk somebody in a $200 million movie having the star killed? Of course, that might bring more people to the movie. They kill him well, in the movie, and they the bring movie. in somebody who's standing in the wings to replace him. They might not be able to finish the movie, but that would certainly be you know, a selling point. I know that Tom Cruise apparently does some of his stunts. I, I don't know how much I really... It, to me, that it, it is a sort of a, a superhero movie, that sort of Mission Impossible. Um, you know, even Kiefer Sutherland in 24, he gets beat up and shot and stabbed and all that, and he just keeps on going. That, to me, is a, a superhero movie in a way. And remember, one of the co-stars in the latest Mission Impossible movie is Henry Cavill, the guy who plays Superman, sporting a uh-huh. mustache. And when he was finishing up Justice League, what he had to do because he's still playing Superman doing some reshoots, they had to use CGI to remove the mustache because it was too complicated to have him just shave it off and grow it back. Is that what it was about? I thought he had the mustache the whole time and they decided they didn't want it. Uh, you know, I no, no, it was all for a Mission Impossible movie where he plays an MI6 agent. In fact, personally, I think of the stars who might replace Daniel Craig as James Bond, I think he looks the part. I think he's perfect for it. I I don't understand why he needed a real mustache. I go to the theater a lot, and there are plenty of prosthetic beards and mustaches. Um, If anything, over time, a prosthetic is better because it's always exactly the same. It seems kind of odd that they would use a real mustache for filming, but I don't know. It might be possible here that what they did is they didn't expect he'd have to go back for reshoots. Yeah, that's true. So, so, right. So, of course, he did his mustache, and that's cool, and he can go out there making personal appearances with Tom Cruise and the mustache. And suddenly, hey, we need Superman back. Get in the gym, put on another 10 pounds of muscle, whatever it takes for him to do that, and now do it. And you see, that's a difference, too. These days, if you're being a superhero, you've got to go in the gym and put on 30 pounds of muscle. That kind of sort of started with Christopher Reeve because he was a very thin guy. He was tall, he looked the part, but very thin. So they actually had somebody there train him, so he put on 30 pounds of muscle. Now, of course, Henry Cavill is even more muscular than that, if you look at the different pictures. But, you know, that's what they had to do. In the days of George Reeves playing Superman, well, he was decently well-built, but he also wore a padded uniform. Yeah, but that's the old one. That's the really old one. Actually, there was an older one, an actor named Kirk Allen who was a former Broadway dancer who played Superman in the late 40s. And that one, he was a pretty decently built guy. He actually kind of sort of looked the part more than George Reeves did, but he didn't want to do it on television. And he had virtually no career after that. Okay. I don't remember that one. When was that? What year? This would be the late 40s. Oh, okay. And he even in the second movie, Adam Man versus Superman, he met Luther. Okay. Uh, right? So okay. that tradition where Superman is always confronting a Luther goes back that far. goes back to the 40s. Okay. I know you don't care about any of that. Not we that were... much. I mean, I mean, I do appreciate the older ones more than the newer ones, to be honest. I have grown to like the ones on television, the DC Comics on CW yeah. and God. And the reason oh, is here is I okay, think no, I don't know that. I thought you meant the old 
the television Superman. No, but I know that. But I'm talking about the modern versions. Because the yeah. modern versions, you know, they're not as dark and dreary as the movies. And I think that's the difference. In the end, sometimes there's light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll know that in a moment if you listen to these announcements. Kirk McElhern, Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Tech Night Owl Plus. Would you believe it? It's a way to get this show free of the network ads. We take out 41 minutes of ads. Believe me. And the audio quality is better. Believe me, because it's at a higher bit rate. If you want to do it, we welcome you to check out plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com to learn about what we're doing and why. We're talking with Kirk McElhern, mostly about technology, a little pop culture shown in there, but we'll go back and go beyond. So now, in the past, you've owned Mac Pros. Two of them. Two of them, in fact. I've owned two of them, in fact. 
now that we have an iMac Pro. I mean, it's a lot of money, but don't expect the next Mac Pro next year, I assume it'll be out, to be much cheaper. So Apple has said that they're not only making a Mac Pro, but also a display. Um, And if you remember a couple of years ago, they said that they had stopped making displays. Will the Mac Pro be... Well, let's say if the display is going to be $1,500, will the Mac Pro start at $3,500? So that would match the $5,000 for the iMac Pro. Or is it going to be even more expensive? Because, you know, some people don't want the built-in display on the computer for a variety of reasons. Um, They've got a display they like. Um, Particularly photographers, there are some very specific um, displays for photographers for color calibration. And so those people wouldn't really want the iMac Pro display. They'd, they'd want the standalone computer. So it's hard to know whether Apple's going to price it e- equivalently or price it more expensive. I mean, we're already looking at up to 18 cores and 128 gigs of RAM in the iMac Pro. I, I find it a little bit difficult to think that the Mac Pro is going to be even more than that. They've got Intel Xeon processors with more cores. The one they're using for the iMac Pro is the W series, and it's much more affordable. Like the 18-core processor is like $2,500 or something. It's much more affordable. I mean, there have been some Xeons for $10,000. The choice Apple could make here is just make the Mac Pro essentially a headless version of the iMac Pro with all the expandability that you want. I don't know if that would be a cheap out or not. Right, as I said, and and the display is $1,500 or whatever it is. Um, and that the two together come to roughly the price for the same configuration. The Mac Pro Plus display would be about the same price as the iMac Pro with the built-in display. Right, but the built-in display, the 5K display on the iMac Pro is essentially as similar or the same as the one on the regular iMac, and it's not a $1,500 display by any means. It's maybe a $1,000 display. Well, if Apple's talking about building their own display, I'm thinking they're going above and beyond those LG displays, which, what, is it $900 or 1000 for the for the 27-inch LG display? I am thinking here, and we already have an example. Dell has one out for about $3,600, a 32-inch 8K display. Why 8K? Movies are being shot in 8K. Yeah, they are. And if you'll notice, the new version of Final Cut Pro 10.4, it does real-time 8K editing. Would you like to do that natively? Because the 5K display is designed to do native 4K editing with room for the menu bar. To do a screen with native 8K, you'd have to have, what, a 10K display? Yeah. Double your pleasure. That's where they make the difference. Because otherwise, where does Apple stand out? And why would anyone consider getting this Mac Pro? Well, because of all the expandability. It's going to be modular instead of having a situation where even the RAM on the iMac Pro has to be upgraded by a dealer because they don't have the thing at the bottom, the little cover at the bottom. This one, you've got to take the back off. You've got to take the back off. I I think you have to take the screen off. I think it goes off from the front. Right, but I'm saying to you is, that requires removing the adhesive. It's like a one-hour process yeah. to take it apart, put it together again. So it's obviously better to get the RAM you need. But the cheapest model's got 32 gigabytes. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good fit for most people. And the rest will just buy it the way they want. If they can afford a five thousand dollar computer 
and they want to spend 7000 or 13000 whatever it is for all the gigaws on it, well, they can afford to pay for the RAM. It doesn't make a difference to them. So the LG 27-inch 5K display sells for $1,300. If Apple's going to make something better than that, it's obviously going to be more expensive. Now, I wonder if Apple would actually make an 8K display because they wouldn't sell that many. I would see them making a 5K display and perhaps letting people go for third party. I think, was it Adele you said, um, the 8K display? No, I think if Apple's going to do that, they could have done a 5K display now. They they want something more. And you have the first generation of 8K displays out there. There aren't many. Apple... is, I think if they want to display? cater to this audience, they've got to give them an 8K display. I don't see any reason why not. I think the display hardware is already out there. I don't know if LG makes the panels. I don't know who makes the panels for Dell. But I'm sure that if Apple pioneered 5K, which they did, they want to do something with 8K. Maybe even make it, like I said, a 10K. That, yeah, we'll see. And I mean, the other I mean, thing is here is what kind of for this if, if is not excuse me average people. You're, if you're selling a computer, it starts at five thousand or whatever this new Mac Pro is, even three or four thousand. It's not meant for you and I. It's meant for people who have the need and are willing to spend that amount as a business expense or have lots of free cash that they can get rid of, especially after the new tax cut, where eighty percent of the tax cut in the U.S. that was just approved, 80% goes to wealthy people and corporations. 80%. What a surprise. What a surprise. So what this means is that they'll be able to buy more iMac Pros and Mac Pros. I'm also thinking here if the Mac Pro, the iMac Pro tops out at 13199 or something like that, plus Apple Care is still $169, believe it or not. That's weird, yeah. What will the Mac Pro top out at? Will they use the same hardware, basically, with expandability or the more expensive Xeon chips? Hmm. I don't know. You you keep up on these processors. You you've you probably get Intel processor catalogs, so you know all this. I don't really um I don't really care that much about it. Um I, I mean I think it's interesting and I wrote an article where I pointed out um that it's good that Apple has finally done something to show what they can do, even if they're not gonna sell a lot or make a lot of money. But I really have no idea of what this means in the real world. Um the first Mac Pro I bought was in two thousand six and it was essentially because it was the decent upgradable Mac. I mean, what was it, a 400 megahertz processor or something? Um, the, the advantage was you could put four hard drives, two optical drives, you had PCI slots. And the other Macs available at the time, if I'm not mistaken, the only thing was the iMac, was the only other desktop. Okay, um, folks, here it is. Intel Platinum 8176. You've got the trading cards, right? I got it right here. 28 cores. And you know, you can buy it today, by the way. Okay? You can buy it today. You know what it cost? $10,000. Oh, okay. I would have said five, but yeah. And you know what's going to cost in three years? $500. No, I'm kidding. Well, a little more than that, but you know. Right here. Go to, uh, here's a company that sells, sells it. It's the, it's a 28 core Xeon. 
the industry's best performance for mission-critical and hybrid cloud workloads, real-time analytics, machine learning, etc., etc., $10,348.44. I kid you not. I also am not kidding when I tell you that we have Tech Night Owl Plus, which doesn't need 28 cores for you to download. Just, you know, whatever you have is fine with me. And we offer it at a low subscription rate starting at $1.49 a week to give you the ad-free version of this show. Good way to support us. One more segment with Kirk McElhern. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins 
toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So, Kirk, let's just leave this topic quickly because we only have a few minutes left. But let me just say very briefly, this new processor, if Apple uses it on the Mac Pro, it's going to cost $20,000 to buy the full, fully equipped version. Yeah, but this will be the, the highest price. This won't be the, the base model. You know, uh, everyone, when they saw the iMac Pro come out w- with the pricing, everyone went to Apple's site and, and configured it to the most expensive model, and it's over $13,000. You talk about the really fast processor, but it, it's a bit of a game to, to discuss that because that's not what most people are going to get. In fact, I've been reading about the iMac Pro that it's the 10-core processor, which is the best deal because of the processor speed, because of the efficiency of that processor. It's the best value. It would be the 10-core. And um, that costs a little over 7000 Right, but the 14 and 18 are more expensive um, and people are saying, people who know about this stuff are saying that they're not really worth paying more than the 10 core. Now, you may have a specific app that can really take advantage of 14 or 18 cores. And, and I think once you start getting into that territory, it's not a question of pure speed or benchmarks or anything. It's that you're using one app that can really take advantage of it. And that if you're not, you know, you may not have apps that are using more than 10 cores, even if you have an 18 core processor. Okay, Apple has... Four recommended configurations beyond standard. The sweet spot's probably this one. 10-core Vega 64 graphics, the better graphics card, 64 gigabytes of memory, 2 terabytes solid-state storage, $7,999. I suspect that is a sweet spot. Yeah. As you say, it doesn't have an excess, and maybe you or I would not think of that as efficient, but then you also have to look at the early Macintosh 2s that Apple offered, like in the late 80s and early 90s, it was a Macintosh 2FX. And you could yeah, option course. it to a point where it was in that range if you counted in 2017 dollars. It was more than that. And, and sure. if you counted in 2017 dollars, uh, I think back then they were like $12,000. So if you counted in today's money, they were like $30,000 of, of today's dollars. You know, I bought a Macintosh 2CX 
1989. I leased it, okay? I needed it because I'm setting up business at home. And this is the price then, all right? This is the price in 1989. 2CX, 8 gigabytes RAM, 100 megabytes storage. That's a lot. 13-inch color display. I think they called it 14-inch at the time. A Laser Rider NT, not the NTX, the NT. I cheaped out. With that, plus software, Quark Express, Adobe Illustrator, a database program, FileMaker, a couple of other things, $14,000, Oh, well. So you're not going to buy one, iMac Pro? No, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> it would be truly ridiculous. Well, there you go. There you go. As much as I would like a, a modular, updatable sort of mini Tower Mac, I just, I don't need it. I don't do that sort of stuff. I mean, the most demanding work I do is some photo editing. And I updated my um, two and a half year old MacBook a couple months ago to a refurb MacBook Pro. And the difference is night and day. MacBook really doesn't have a processor for that sort of thing. Um, but I'm still on my three year plus 5K iMac, the first 5K iMac, um, which is more than what I need. I mean, Yes, it would be a little faster if when I do a quick look of a raw file in the Finder, it doesn't take 10 seconds to display, but I don't do this often enough to care. You know, I, I don't know how many times I've said this on the show, but I, we're, we've gotten to the point where upgrades are not really useful for most people. Unless your computer has a problem, doesn't work. It's just not, what would change? What would change? Well, you think of it this way. Right now, it takes me, what, a minute, a minute and a half to convert a file to mp3 for my show with an iMac pro it would take seconds it would take seconds even with my iMac it would take you know 30 seconds you're, you're talking about your laptop right i'm talking about my regular iMac oh my how old is your iMac just a few years so it's about the same as mine so pretty yeah. much you'd you'd be able to do it on the iMac pro in seconds assuming the conversion app um, can take advantage of the multiple cores, which isn't necessarily a given. It's not. I'm using Sound Studio to do the conversion. And okay, I don't know that. It's not taking advantage of the multiple cores at all. Because so, I think I have the performance to do it, but you never know. I suspect that my iPhone, a current iPhone, would be almost as powerful. But that's a story yeah. we're not going to get into today. What are we expecting from Apple in 2018? Other than iPhones, no iPhones, don't talk about HomePods. We have the iMac Pro. We're going to have a Mac Pro. We're going to have a Mac Mini, a brand new one. It seems Apple is telling us they love them. What do you think? They love the Mac Mini. They just, it's their favorite computer. Um, I, I wish Apple would do something about the Mac Mini. It's been more than four years, I think, since the last update, or three and a half years. The same with the Mac Pro. Um, they're telegraphing a lot, but they're not really doing very much. Um, I, I don't, you know, the HomePod was the first new product, um, major product that we've seen in a while. The, the AirPods, you could say, are a, a new product as well. Um, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of possibilities for Apple to, to really branch out into too many more products like that. They're having enough trouble. They can't get the HomePod out um, on time. We're still waiting on the Mac Pro. You know, they spent all that time building a new campus. Um, I think maybe we might not see a new Apple Watch next year. We'll certainly see a new iPhone. Um, and who knows for the rest. I guess we're going to have to see what happens. In terms of the 
HomePod, Google has a $400 speaker system, one of their smart speaker systems, you know. So I, we'll see what happens there. Going to get a 4K TV set? Oh, I have one. I bought one last year. Ah, what size screen? Uh, 65. Wow. Which which kind? Um, LG. Ah, Vizio. Vizio. Vizio sent me a 55-inch M series 2017 to review. I mentioned this before. Maybe you heard the description where first the UPS guy leaves it on the back patio at our apartment, which is open. Anybody could take it. Yeah. And then we bring it in and it's two inches too wide for our TV table because the legs are at the edges of the set, not a a center stand anymore. The older sets had center stands. So my TV stand measured 41 inches, but the distance between the two legs is 43 inches. Yeah. It would also extend it over my sound base, which is a Zvox, so I couldn't use that. So I had to go through some ledger domain, as we say in the psychic phenomena business, to make it work, and we'll talk more about that in our next segment. Kirk McElhern, where do we find more of what you do? You can go to my website, Kirkville. It's at www.kirkville.com and read everything I write about Max and photography and software and iPhones and all the rest. Sounds great to me. Brian Chaffin coming up next. Kirk, thank you for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original, most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. 
Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years. From My Patriot Supply, get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Have you checked your ECS lately? We have. We are New Pharma, scientists who specialize in human functions controlled by the endocannabinoid system, or ECS. Let me simplify. Your ECS is involved in physiological processes like appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and immune systems. New Pharma's patent-pending science is the big difference in our natural solutions formulated for your well-being. For example, our foundation product provides targeted nutrition to support a healthy endocannabinoid system, which is directly responsible for managing and controlling inflammation. This product contains turmeric, which is known as one of the best anti-inflammatories on the planet. Our Allergies product contains sage, which is a very effective decongestant. See all of our amazing capsules, essential oils, and ECS herbal tea at gnuphama.com. New Pharma. Your path to wellness begins here. Hello, Mr. Anderson. The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com, you have the right to remain private. Excuse me, sir. Could you take a picture of my family and me with my cell phone? Sure. Poor Mrs. Anderson. Smile for the camera. Too bad hackers never get proper permission to access your cell phone or computer camera. Anyone is or could be susceptible to illegal spying. That's why VirtualShield.com has developed Identisafe, a new security software that blocks camera and microphone access from unwanted spies. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer in his final appearance on this show this year. Unless he decides to come back next week, which I find highly unlikely. What, what am I supposed to make of that? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, we have here now Throttlegate from Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Throttlegate. Throttle We've had Antennagate. Yes. We've had Bengate. Ben Not Bengay, yes. like the thing that you put no, on your shoulder. No, no. Ben, ben, ben Gate. Gate. Right. We've had yes. Gategate. No, we haven't yet. The thing I want to ask first before we go on. Okay. Why do we call this gate? Because you see, with Watergate, it wasn't water. Watergate was the name of the hotel apartment complex. Well, but yeah, but it's convenient. It's an easy handle for anyone to slap on any kind of controversy. Just, you know, give it sort of an instant understanding of, of the idea that it's a controversy. And this has been going on for years, and it certainly precedes Apple. And as I said, it is a gate. But, you know, we've had things happening before where 
Apple has had alleged scandals like Antenna Gate was a fake. Ben Gate was a fake. I mean, there was an antenna uh, issue. There was kind there of was an, an antenna, antenna issue. And there was a bending issue, too. Well, okay. The antenna issue supposedly was not unusual for smartphones. And Apple had this set of YouTube videos up for a while showing other smartphones that could also have their reception hurt. Ben Gate, they actually tested the iPhone 6 Plus, which was the offending product. Consumer Reports tested it and found that it met the standards for rigidity or whatever. And yet they're stronger today. So, you know. Yeah. But the thing is here, notice this. The following year with the iPhone 4S after Antenna Gate, Apple revised the antenna system using what they call diversity antenna, where the signal is compared with two different antennas, kind of like you do in cars. And then in the iPhone 6S Plus, Apple made the structure stronger. So even though technically the previous products that were subject to a scandal were acceptable, Apple made them more acceptable. <sighs> okay, put another way, whether or not they were up to standard, Apple still had something that they that they clearly felt that they needed to correct. People were finding their smartphones bent after putting them in their pockets. I mean, yeah, and find some people were probably wearing pants that were too tight. I get that. But I mean, I think that it, it, Apple had a situation that it needed to fix. So I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to let Apple off the hook on that. I think that, um, you know, Apple has this maniacal pursuit of thinness. And the, the company sometimes makes mistakes in that pursuit. I, I think that battery life that Apple has made at least somewhat of a mistake. I think that uh, uh, Bendgate, uh, whether or not it was actually uh, a problem, was was a result of of that maniacal pursuit. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I don't want to be an Apple apologist for stuff when I think that they actually make mistakes because Apple gets criticized for pretty for plenty of things where they haven't made a mistake. When they do make a mistake, I th I think that it's you know that we should be logical and rational and and uh, uh, and and you know think about these things honestly uh, when we're assessing them. Let's look at Throttlegate. Now, I, we already talked with Kirk McElhern about that, and he has opinions. But the long and short of it is that as the battery deteriorates, there's a point where Apple feels it can't perform, as they say, full bore and would normally just shut down. Rather than have that happen, Apple will lower performance on those devices. This is what they said in their statement. Now, the problem I see before we get to the lawsuits, there are two class action lawsuits as of the time the show is done. Maybe there'll be more now. The problem I have is, okay, Apple has a software limited places on these products if the battery has reached a point of wear and tear. Why not just tell people? Why not put up a notice, say, hey, your battery is deteriorating, time for replacement or something like that. Because the argument I guess they're making now is some people have gone out there and bought new iPhones because they felt there was something wrong with the one they had. It didn't just need a battery for $79. Yeah, why didn't Apple tell us? I mean, that's... Listen, the, the, this controversy is of Apple's own doing. Apple set itself up for failure. You don't mess with people's performance without telling them. 
I understand that the reason why they did it, the reason was to solve the problem of batter, de, of, of decayed battery efficiency resulting in shutdowns, uh, immediate and, and, and um, uh, complete shutdowns of an iPhone because of processor demands. The processor demands would would suddenly demand more power than the battery could provide, and so as a defense mechanism, the iPhone would shut itself down. So Apple solved that by doing this throttling business, but they did it without telling us, and that is the problem. And and I mean, and the thing is, is that they did this on devices where Apple knew that the battery was decayed. So why not tell uh, consumers, hey, your battery has decayed. Right, and if if uh, uh, we're, what one thing that we can do is we can optimize the like they could have worded it this way we can optimize the performance of your processor to make sure that you don't experience any shutdowns, but we recommend that you replace this battery and if it's and if it's up for uh, if it's covered by warranty, which Apple also knows on the specific devices, right? We'll cover it for uh, free. Of course, this is like, for example, this feature with the new notification center on iOS 11. And that is when you turn off Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, you're not really turning those services off. What you're doing is you're you're deactivating the connection to the specific service that you're connected to. Right. And... They didn't warn you about that. Nope. Didn't notify you. Now what they've done is with the latest iOS 11 software, the first time you do it, only the first time, you get the warning. Right, which is great. But then after that, there's no further warning. So if you miss it or ignore it, well, that's your problem. Well, that's fine. I mean, the, the Apple telling us once is probably good enough. I guess reasonable minds could disagree with that. I, I'm, I'm happy with that level. That's what they should have done for the, uh, from the first place or in the first place. And, and you know, on this throttle gate business, Apple should have told us too, because it's, here's the thing. There was already this myth that Apple would artificially slow down all old iPhones with new iOS updates so that people would feel like they had to go update they, you know get a new device you know this myth already exists and it, and it is a myth apple was never doing that it is so ridiculous that it is it is such a ridiculous concept that i mean it just drives me nuts when i hear people uh, espouse it but there was already that belief out there and that belief was was based on something that wasn't even true. So why do anything to feed into that? I mean, like you know, immediately there was a lawsuit loss against Apple on, on uh, Friday, right? The day after, a couple of days after this this news started uh, uh, making the rounds, and and it like Apple set itself up for failure. All they had to do was tell us what they were doing, tell users what they're doing. Now, Kirk McElhern's opinion is the lawsuit is valid because Apple didn't tell them, and thus people made decisions that may not have been the right decision because they didn't know what to do. They thought suddenly the performance of their iPhone has been throttled. Apple has, for whatever reason, decided that older gear must run slower. And that's what triggered this problem. It's not that Apple did something 
that's really a good thing to protect the customer experience. Instead, they were forced to buy something they didn't want if they wanted to stay in the Apple ecosystem. We've got more to come with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night How Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is... Thepowermall.com. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But did you know you can have tax-free access to your life insurance while you're still alive? You can use the life benefits of your life insurance to grow your money with certainty and guarantees. No stock market risk, no tax risk, and no penalties. Call Life Benefits if you'd like a free book about how this can be done. Call 702-660-7000. That's 702-660-7000. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts EASY66 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. 
Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY66 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. E-A-S-Y-66 to 85850. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We continue with Throttlegate. Can, can I back up to something you said right before the commercial break? I'll allow it this time. I'm trying to be like a judge. You know, a judge says, I'll allow it. That's, that's very kind of you. Except for the it. judge, they actually tried to put on a circuit court or something. And they asked him, have you ever tried a case? No. Have you, you know, they asked any question about whether this guy had any experience. Have you ever gone to a trial? No. Do you know anything about the law? He didn't. <laughs> yeah. Even he might have allowed this, though. Remains to be seen, I suppose. Anyway, listen, um, you said before the the break that Apple was doing this good thing and that they were protecting the customer experience. I would argue that people having their devices slowed down impacts their, their experience negatively, especially when they don't know why. So Apple was protecting one aspect of the experience, which is not having your device shut down unexpectedly. But at the expense of the overall user experience all the time which is having a slower device. And that is inherently unfair, in my opinion. It's un- unfair to users. Uh, and it's just, it's just it's, this is just such a, such a self-induced error. You know, Apple is doing this to itself. It's give, it gave itself bad PR by not being open and transparent about what was happening. In a sense, it's almost like a low-power mode. You have a low-power mode, but when Apple engages low-power mode on your device... It tells you. You get an indicator in your status bar on your device because the battery goes from a green indicator to an orange indicator. It's very, very clear to see. And, uh, you know, and it, make, and it makes a lot of sense. That's the point. Therefore, there's nothing wrong in saying we have reduced performance to protect your device because the battery has deteriorated and needs to be replaced. It's the same logic. But as long as people are notified that Apple is taking a proactive step, it's okay. And that's where they're going to lose the court cases. It's where they're going to lose the court cases. And it's also where they're taking a beating in the, in this, in the, in the, you know, court of public opinion, right? There, there are lots of people, even some people listening to us right now, but there are lots of people who are reading the stories and coming away with the idea that Apple is slowing down their old, their old devices. Right, they're they're not paying attention to the fact even that Apple is slowing down old devices with decayed batteries, which is an important distinction. I mean, this is just a self and what's the what's the baseball term for a, for an error or a self uh, self induced error? 
You know what? I am not a baseball person. You're asking the wrong person about that. What is the baseball term for this? And Apple has done it. Unforced error. It's an unforced error. That's the baseball term. Isn't that exciting? Unforced error. An unforced error that Apple has made on itself, and they're going to lose these court cases. Probably. I'm not an attorney. And they're probably going to lose customers, and, and they're going to have people. There's a there's a, a, a vulgar term for, you know, like, you know, saying bad things about them. They're, uh, for years, people are going to, to, be, to be, like, erroneously saying that Apple slowed down old devices. Well, I think the best way Apple can get out of that is to put up a proactive message. And as Kirk was mentioning, if you want to check the health of your battery on your Apple notebook, they provide that information. In -hmm. fact, there's even a display under power when you bring up system information on your Mac that tells you how many charges it's counted, how many full charges it's counted, and the condition of the battery. Now, there's no reason on earth why that feature, because Mac OS and iOS are based on the same core code, why a similar message can't be provided on your iPhone and on your iPad. Yep. Say, okay, it's been charged 497 times, and we rated it 500. Maybe replace your battery. Whatever it is, give people proactive messages. It doesn't take any difficult programming to do. They can do it on the Mac. They can do it on iOS. No big deal. Probably in a few days. They can throw this out in the next update and say, you know what? We should have been more proactive with our customers. We will now allow you to check the condition of your battery and understand why we do what we do. And then make a quiet settlement on these lawsuits. Give these people their $20 coupon, which is about what you get for things like this. And that'll be the end of it. I want to emphasize something that that I mentioned earlier. It's not like Apple doesn't specifically know that these batteries have the deteriorated. That's right? what I it's said. Only, they know it's already. Only, it's, it's already known. Devices. The system is registering it. It's just a matter of giving the customer that information. The devices, the only devices being slowed down are devices that, that Apple's software has already determined don't, uh, have a deterioration issue. Right, this information is all there. It's it's all there. Like <laughs> devices that don't have deteriorated batteries didn't get slowed down. So, just uh, Apple should have just told us this is just. I mean, it's it's re- it's ridiculous that we have to talk about this. Ridiculous on, on Apple's part. Or you spend a dollar ninety nine for some kind of app, but that's ridiculous. You're not supposed to have to spend anything. You're supposed to be able to get this information, as you say. Apple knows. Tell us. This is the problem I have with a lot of things Apple does, which is where they should be giving you information, they don't. Like release notes for a software update. You get a basic summary of stuff and then a link to the security updates. But you rarely get a complete picture of what was fixed. It's very rarely explained in a way that even makes sense. So you're stuck there with the same thing, a lack of information. And it's not something that ought to affect Apple competitively. In fact, Throttlegate does. Because people can still spread the lie that Apple was deliberately doing this to force you to buy new gear as opposed to taking a step to protect you. In fact, there's some online blogger who's still saying that Apple's explanation is untrue. 
Oh no, of course not. The 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 funny thing is is that Apple actually did this so that you wouldn't have to buy a new machine. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's like Apple did Apple did this for the right reasons, they just did it in the wrong way. Exactly. I don't even think the language was as good as it could be. And I still think, and they're developing a new iOS version right now. It's in public beta testing. Was 11.2.5. It's not too late for Apple to put this feature in there. I don't think it would take more than a few days. As you say, they're gathering the information already. They know about your battery's condition. Put it up there in preferences. Give you some easy way. Put up a warning note where it shows your battery life when it reaches a point where the battery has deteriorated beyond a certain degree. Put up a warning note. You got to replace your battery. They could give us an option, Gene. They could say, your battery is deteriorated. Now, we can optimize your, your, your processor performance so that your, the, so that your uh, device continues to work smoothly, or you can risk having unexpected shutdowns you know, toggle on or off. Which one do you want? It's a crazy idea, I know. Exactly. But it's called respecting the customer and Apple claims to respect the customers, but sometimes they do stupid things. Like, for example, look what they did with the Mac where they kind of reconsidered how to approach the Mac Pro and all this. They waited until the last minute before doing that, before justifying their decision or explaining anything to customers, it may be paranoia about competition. But I think that kind of paranoia doesn't help. There's a point where Apple now is at least realizing with the Mac to provide more information. So we knew there was going to be a new Mac Pro coming, that there would be an iMac with Pro features, not that that would be the iMac Pro, which has really Pro features. But we knew they were doing something. They gave us advance notice. When the iMac Pro shipped, and it wasn't for December 32nd, when it really, really shipped, it was available and everything, Apple had meetings with journalists, gave users, not necessarily reviewers, but users, power users, access to the machine plus a new version of Final Cut Pro 10 to let them decide how well it worked. I think they did the right thing there. But why do you have to take a company that's the largest tech company on the planet by market cap and have to kick them till they hear you? Why do they need the kicking? In Apple's defense, a big part of what Apple does is it tries to remove complex things from the user's ordinary use, right? They they try to... Apple excels at taking incredibly complex things and making them incredibly easy for for consumers to do. In fact, I'm going to make this very easy for consumers to do. Just listen and you'll hear some announcements on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. 
But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family. Now through January, use the promo code HOLIDAY to get free shipping in the U.S. or Canada. And from all of us at Slingbow Industries, have a safe, joyous, and peaceful holiday season. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. That's an awful way of introducing commercials, isn't it, folks? Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. We're talking about Throttlegate and what Apple could do to avoid a torrent of lawsuits. Not a bit torrent of lawsuits, but lots and lots of lawsuits. Let's move on to some other topics, all right? I've had enough of this one. Okay. All right. Let us talk about Apple TV 4K. All right. After all this time, Amazon starts selling this, and then they're out of stock. This is like a few days before Christmas, when Apple could probably sell a lot of those things, and... It was listed as temporarily out of stock. And as we go online right now, and I'm going to look at Apple TV 4, 4K. All right. I'm going to look at Apple TV 4K at Amazon. And now they have it in stock. Expected to arrive after Christmas. Oh, tell me, why did they have to put this up a few days before Christmas, and then say it can't arrive till after Christmas. Tell me why that is. That's the 32. Let me look at the 64 gigabyte version. That's temporarily out of stock. And the fourth generation is temporarily out of stock. So what's the point of putting it up just before Christmas if you can't deliver the product for the holidays? Well, (laughs) isn't that obvious so they can capture as many sales as they can? Right. I mean, you know, people, people, a lot of people are still going to order from Amazon, even if they can't get it until after Christmas. So, you know, Amazon gets the orders. Well, then again, of course, my TV, if I have to wait a few days, my TV is not going to start smoking. I'm not going to see smoke coming out of the screen or out of the back 
if that happens, it's going to be a power supply. It's not going to be because there's no Apple TV or I'm stuck with my third generation <laughs> Apple TV. But you never know with Amazon. I just wonder why it was offered so late in the season. Why couldn't they offer this a month ago? It was available a month ago. Oh, well, because because they were, you know, Apple and Amazon have been jockeying for position. And for, you know, competitive reasons, they've been arguing and trying to hash things out. And both companies have been have been wanting to get something out of the other for all along. So I would imagine that that as soon as a deal was reached, Amazon stuck the product back on its site so they could capture whatever kind of sales they can, whether or not they can deliver them on time. And, you know, that I, I, if you ask me, listen, I am I am like the not biggest fan of, of Amazon, like much more so than most people. But in this particular case, I think it's just smart business. Why do you not like Amazon? Because Amazon sucks the profits out of every industry it touches. And when you suck the profits out of every industry you touch, you also suck the quality out of those industries. And this is particularly concerning for me as a both a reader and an aspiring author. Um, but, you know, it's it's it, it's every industry that they touch. Amazon is having this very significant impact on the merchant class in the United States and around the world. And the merchant class happens to be one of the middle classes. And I don't like to see the middle class damaged. I mean, I also don't want to necessarily artificially prop up. Uh, industries or 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 jobs or or um, uh, companies that can no longer compete, but Amazon just goes out of its way to suck the profits out of everything it touches, and that drives me nuts. I mean, they're, they're bas- they basically pursue business strategies that are designed to put out all competition out of business, and they certainly haven't put everyone out of business yet, but they have put significant um, the crimp on su- significant sectors. Uh, throughout the planet, and and I I believe that that as a consumer, this ends up limiting my options. So yeah, I can get cheap stuff from Amazon, and I can usually get it fast. But I no longer have local experts that I can go to at a at a retail store, like a, you know, like you know, find find a shoe store that actually employs someone who actually knows about shoes, who can actually fit you, get you the right shoe. Uh, especially if you have any kind of uh, foot issues or any kind of unusual foot size, find the shoe store that you can do that. Most people don't have access to one at all. And of course, most people don't care. But for those of us who who do care about something like that or about any kind of other local expertise, Amazon makes it very difficult for those places to uh, stay in business. And they do it sometimes by selling stuff at a loss. And, And that to me is just sneaky and dirty. Remember here, Amazon has never shown a huge profit. Mm-hmm. What they show is cash flow. That's why they're Wall Street darling. I mean, they'll yell at Apple if its profits are down a little bit. But Amazon, no, they're great. And the, the Echoes are just doing great, even though Apple has sold twice as many Apple Watches as Amazon has sold Echoes as of at least this holiday season. But the Apple Watch is not successful, whereas the Amazon Echoes are hugely successful. So, yeah, Amazon gets lots of hype, and I understand that. And I buy from Amazon, too, for the same reason, price. But now, of course, all the supermarkets are freaking out because Amazon bought Whole Foods, which is a chain catering to higher-end food needs, like all organic and stuff like that. But that's the first indication, plus the Amazon Prime Pantry, whatever it is, that Amazon wants to then dominate 
the supermarket business. Why you have to go to the supermarket? Just order online, and the drone will come down to your home an hour later with your groceries. Listen, Amazon does all kinds of exciting things, and Amazon has Im- innovated tremendously in a lot of different areas. Um, logistically speaking, Amazon has done some absolutely amazing things. The the aspect of Amazon that I don't like is the part where they again suck all the profits out of an industry. I don't think that benefits me as a consumer in the long run. Does in the short term because you know, yay, cheap products, yay. But in the long term, uh, I like quality. I like dealing with people who know what they're talking about. I like to I like to get quality products. If I'm going to buy something, I want it to be something that's 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 quality. Now, again, not everybody has that that same particular um, uh, fancy, but uh, and I'll, I'll use that word I guess in both in both of its uh, meanings. But to me, that's important. So it, it kind of makes me cranky. But I also shop at Amazon sometimes. Okay. Amazon. Now, let's get back to the Apple TV, which was the real topic of discussion here. Apple TV 4K. Obviously, right now, more people are buying the Roku 4K device. Yeah, but Roku pretty much owns that market right now. Yes, they do. They didn't before. Apple came in first, but it's a lot higher price. Right now, I think it's like $109 for the Roku Ultra and it's $179 for the cheapest Apple TV. So how do you justify $70, the integration with Apple's ecosystem? If you only care about having Netflix, you can get it from different places. In fact, I was talking about this on other shows, and now officially we've set up that 4K Vizio M-series television that they sent me for review. I had to find a solution to this stand because it wouldn't work on the stand we had. And we went through all this already. I'll just be brief about it because I talked with Kirk about this. It was too wide for our existing stands because it has its metal legs near the edges of the set. It wouldn't fit on our sound base, which was much too narrow. So we had to rejigger things in an affordable way. And I found the solution. So anyway... The set is up now, 55-inch Vizio that they sent me for review, as I said, with a Vizio soundbar. And the Vizio uses Chromecast. It's a smart TV featuring Google Chromecast. All right, now last year they actually gave you a cheap tablet. This year it's just a cheap remote, but the price of the set is cheaper too, I think. So with Chromecast, I have built-in apps on the TV and then I could take a mobile device and cast any of the other apps available through the Google system, which is thousands of apps. But the built-in ones are things like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and Vudu. Vudu is... The ones people actually use. Which is what, you know, 98% of the people use other than iTunes. Vudu is the closest to iTunes because Vudu offers rentals and sales, digital rentals and sales. It's owned by Walmart. So that's one thing right there. So you use Vudu instead of iTunes to rent movies or buy movies. You have Amazon. You can buy movies, rent movies, and download their exclusive content. You have Netflix. You have Hulu. Every one of those things, push a button on the Vizio remote to get those things. We'll have more on the Tech Night Owl Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello, my name is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm the founder of The Grow Network, which is an online community of people who produce their own food and medicine. We are really into backyard self-reliance. If you want this lifestyle, I suggest your first step be to learn some basic home medicine. Just the other day, my 18-year-old son came to me and said, Mama, I got a sore throat. Can you fix me up? And I said, sure, Ryan. And in about 24 hours, he was better. The best home medicine for you to start out with is garlic. It's an amazing natural antibiotic, and I can show you how to use garlic to handle ear infections, sore throats, colds, and flus. As a way for you to get to know a little bit more about me and the Grow Network, I've written up an easy introduction on how to use garlic. It's at gcnwellness.com. Now, the station manager told me that I needed to say the URL at least twice, even though it feels kind of weird. But if you're interested in backyard self-reliance, you are one of us. Go to www.gcnwellness.com and let's connect up. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today. Have you ever wondered who the second person to discover gravity was? Hmm. When you're in the mood for a treat, would you go to the second best bakery in town? Or how about the name John Breckenridge? Recognize it? If you don't, that's because he came in second to Abraham Lincoln. The firsts are first for a reason. Just how ID Stronghold was the first to create the technology to protect your credit cards from thieves with RFID chip scanners. ID Stronghold products block signals from those scanners, so thieves can't capture your critical data. Get a stronghold on your personal information and protect your family too. Don't settle for the second best wallet. Pick up ID Stronghold wallets for everyone on your list this holiday season. They're the perfect stocking stuffer, with leather wallets starting as low as $20 on Walmart.com, eBay, Amazon, and QVC. Save 10% by using coupon code PRESENT for a limited time. That's coupon code PRESENT only on IDStronghold.com. IDStronghold.com. If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out Slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's Slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family. Now through January, use the promo code HOLIDAY to get free shipping in the U.S. or Canada. And from all of us at Slingbow Industries, have a safe, joyous, and peaceful holiday season. We'd 
like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Okay, so I'm talking here about Apple TV and why Apple is in more trouble than they think because of the example I have here with this new Vizio set, Chromecast. That's available on, I think, all their sets now. There's also, I forget the company's name, but there's a company that offers built-in Roku. The set has gotten great reviews. The company's called TCL, and they have a 55-inch set that is reviewed about as well, almost as well, as the Vizio, but includes Roku. But the Vizio includes Chromecast. I press, say, Netflix. First time. Let's see how the system works. So I already have available screens to activate, so it's not a problem to have to activate another screen. I already have enough available on my account. You have to go through this slightly clumsy process of entering your username and password for Netflix on the TV set because it's not... A keyboard, you have to manipulate the remote. But you have to do that with Apple TV anyway, unless you have a keyboard. So within 30 seconds, I'm connected to Netflix. And I could watch whatever I want. But because it's built in, the access is almost instantaneous. All right? The interface isn't much different than on Apple TV with Netflix. And of course, I have 4K. So... Why do I need an Apple TV anymore? As I said, the only other reason I might use iTunes, because I'm not playing music on my TV set, is to rent or buy movies and TV shows. Voodoo does that. Amazon does that. And at least for this particular feature, Vizio got it down. They didn't have to do anything but offer the Google interface. With Roku, they've got the TCL TV sets. I think other TV sets offer it too. You get the Roku interface. Where does that leave Apple? Unless you want the iTunes ecosystem or to cast or use AirPlay stuff from your Mac like music or stuff, what's the purpose of Apple TV anymore? To play silly games and the yell at Siri to find a show? Um, I think you're being a little bit projecting here. Um so a lot of people don't find those games silly. A lot of people actually enjoy playing games on their um, Apple TV. It's actually become a very popular gaming platform. And uh, Apple TV does also have uh, HomeKit support and can be an important uh, HomeKit hub uh, in, in a home. So there are reasons to get a, an Apple TV. I would say, however, that Apple is not competing as well as it should be in the set-top box market. Well, here's the thing here. I understand there are people who like the games and such. I understand that. But if Apple wants to compete with the larger streamer market, can't they be more price competitive? How do they, uh, when, other when, than when, when the we, games, sir, other than the games? When is Apple ever price competitive? Apple doesn't compete on price. The iPhone and the high-end Samsungs are within dollars of each other. The iPhone 10, oh, it's such a high price, nine ninety nine. Well, the... Samsung Galaxy Note 8 is only a few dollars less. Mm, okay. 
but you know, Apple's the one that defines that market. Samsung is as has allowed its prices to 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 creep up, justified by the iPhone. But Apple still isn't competing on price. There is no direct competition to the iPhone 10. The closest is the Galaxy Note 8. But it's, you know, it's got some differences and things like that. That's probably the closest, and that is price competitive. The regular Galaxy S8 smartphones are competitively priced with the iPhone 8. And Google with the Pixel doesn't make them cheap. They're taking advantage of these prices. Sure. But here's the thing. The Apple TV was competitively priced with the third-generation model. It was in the ballpark, $99. That was consistent with the high-end Roku. Yeah, but it was also pretty lacking in, in features. It didn't have much memory, had almost no memory. Um, didn't have a great processor in it. I mean, you know, the, the Apple TV is a real gaming machine. It has a real processor in it, and it has real graphics processing ability in it. And it does have Siri. I mean, don't get me... So, again... I don't think Apple is competing as well as it should be. Actually, in my opinion, the biggest thing that Apple TV's biggest shortcoming is that the the interface is not great. As, as many improvements as Apple has been making in Apple TV, I, I think it's still unnecessarily difficult to to find the shows that I want to uh, that I'm wanting to watch. Um, at least uh, when when you're using something like Hulu Live as your uh, as your cord cutting. TV experience, but I, I think from I think from a hardware standpoint, I think from a, like a, a gaming standpoint, I think that uh, Apple TV does pretty well. And you know, keep in mind that I, I, to my knowledge, you're not paying a, a bunch of games on Roku. You're certainly not playing the, the kind of quality games you can pay play with a, with an Apple TV. There's all kinds of stuff Roku's doing well, and and Roku is and including being the box for everything, which is great. But um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Apple is as uncompetitive as you seem to think they are. Well, if you are into games or you like the Siri integration to find the shows you want, I understand Or HomeKit. If you just want to rent a movie or buy a movie, buy a digital movie, if you just want to watch the stuff on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu, you don't need it. And that's the point. I think the integration on the Vizio set is good. It's pretty fast. It's pretty direct. You don't even have to change the input, actually. You just press the dedicated button on the remote. And if you're using a universal remote, I think they've got equivalents to those dedicated buttons. So you can do it that way. The only difference is when you want to go back to regular TV, then you have to press input. But just to go there, the dedicated button will do it. Otherwise, if you go to that input, that smart cast input, which is what they call it, then you have a menu of apps that are built in to the device. So as I said, I don't need a Roku now. I don't need a Chromecast. I only need an Apple TV if I want Apple content or play games. Otherwise, I don't need it. I don't play the games. And I don't care where I rent a movie from as long as the prices are about the same. Or HomeKit, which you don't care about. Or what? HomeKit. Right. Right now, I don't need the HomeKit because I don't think I want anything internet-related to control my toaster oven or something. Isn't that, I mean, you're, I, I get that, that, that Apple TV is not hitting your personal sweet spot, but it does hit some people's sweet spot. I agree. Okay. I agree okay. there's an audience for it, and I think it's unrealized potential for Apple. I think there are things they could do 
to make it more competitive. I don't mean bundling it into a TV set or anything like that. Because then Apple's at the mercy of whoever they do that with. And they tried that with the rocker phone from Motorola. We <laughs> saw how well that worked. And I don't think Apple wants to do that. But I think Apple could make it more competitive. Depending on their point of view, I still think they haven't really worked this out yet. You know, now they're working on producing TV shows. They made a deal with Ronald D. Moore, the Battlestar Galactica guy, the Star Trek alum, for a new sci-fi series. And so it's not, now that you've brought that up. And you know what? We have to do a break before we continue to explain that. I'm the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Most people think life insurance pays after you're dead. That's true. But did you know you can have tax-free access to your life insurance while you're still alive? You can use the life benefits of your life insurance to grow your money with certainty and guarantees. No stock market risk, no tax risk, and no penalties. Call Life Benefits if you'd like a free book about how this can be done. Call 702-660-7000. That's 702-660-7000. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today. Have you ever wondered who the second person to discover gravity was? Hmm. When you're in the mood for a treat, would you go to the second best bakery in town? Or how about the name John Breckenridge? Recognize it? If you don't, that's because he came in second to Abraham Lincoln. The firsts are first for a reason. Just how ID Stronghold was the first to create the technology to protect your credit cards from thieves with RFID chip scanners. ID Stronghold products block signals from those scanners, so thieves can't capture your critical data. Get a stronghold on your personal information and protect your family too. Don't settle for the second best wallet. Pick up ID Stronghold wallets for everyone on your list this holiday season. They're the perfect stocking stuffer, with leather wallets starting as low as $20 on Walmart com, eBay, Amazon, and QVC. Save 10% by using coupon code PRESENT for a limited time. That's coupon code PRESENT only on IDStronghold.com. IDStronghold.com. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword CLEAR55 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text CLEAR55 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. 
This great offer is just a text away. Text CLEAR55 to 350350. That's C-L-E-A-R 55 to 350350. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GC That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live, and we're wrapping here about now Apple's TV production initiative. I mentioned this new sci-fi show produced by Ronald D. Moore of Battlestar Galactica fame, and supposedly it's going to be about what would have happened if we didn't cut back on the space program, which is an interesting possibility. Would we take it, therefore, to what we had in 2001, where they envisioned in 2001 things we can't even dream about yet because they assumed we wouldn't give up the space program, that right after the moon we go right to Mars, that kind of thing. Listen, I love Ronald D. Moore. I'm a huge fan of his storytelling on TV. Uh, he's done a bunch of shows. Most of them have been have been great, in my opinion. And uh, I, I can't wait for, for his show. And his show is the third show that Apple has signed that we know of under Jamie Ehrlich and Zach Van Amberg, the two execs who now head Apple's video original video content business. And the reason why I think this is important is because it's likely that you're going to need an Apple de- device to get these shows. And just like Netflix has used great original programming to keep its service relevant and to keep it from being held hostage to the licensing whims of other content providers, I think Apple is going to use its original video content to make things like Apple TV and iPad and iPhone and maybe even um, maybe even uh, Mac, who knows, to be a must-have device in terms of getting great content, too. Why not just offer through Apple Music? Because well, that's the assumption could, I've but, made, but, that but this is going to be... Apple Music and maybe Apple Music and TV. That is the differentiation between Apple Music and Spotify. Spotify is the music thing. There's not enough money in it. Apple's not going not gonna, to... I mean, Apple's throwing, that we know of, $5 billion at original content. Well, I heard a billion. But what's uh, $4 billion among friends? Is it only a billion? Yes. Are you, you've actually may be right. Is it only right. a billion? It's a billion, whereas Netflix is spending $7 billion this coming year. So Apple is still getting their feet wet. $1 billion to Apple is me spending $0.03. Cents. Yes, you are 
Correct. I, but one way or another, it's starting at a billion dollars at, at the very least, which is about where Netflix started when it got off the ground. And there's a limit to how much money you can throw at, at, any, at any kind of content development business in just one year, at least to get things started. And my point is that I don't think there's enough money in Apple Music subscriptions to cover video and music. I think that Apple will, will end up launching its original content business as some sort of additional service that, that you can sign into. Three or four shows is not enough to do that. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. And it was enough for, for, for Netflix. It was enough for Amazon. It's enough for Hulu. Netflix already gave you the movies and the TV shows. All right? You had this whole library of stuff. Not new stuff, but stuff you can watch and catch up on a TV show a few months after it ran yeah, its Apple season. So it. it had a ton of content. And I saw some recent movies on there in Netflix. For example, Doctor Strange. And I don't know when it was available for rent or purchase, but suddenly I turn on Netflix. Let me look at new content. Oh, Doctor Strange. That was the previous year's movie, only a few months old. I got to see that. So that's the difference. Netflix, before they had original programming, had tons of stuff on there. And now they have the original programming, which set it apart. But you're not going to buy Netflix just to watch five or six shows you want. But we don't know what else that Apple's going to bring to that party. I don't know. They could do it through Apple Music. They could. Apple could put its original content through Apple Music, just like it did Carpool Karaoke and just like it did uh, Planet of the Apps. But it's. I think it's probable that they're going to want to finally use this original content to leverage the kind of cord cutting package that they've wanted to offer uh, all along, something similar to uh, Hulu Live. That That's my guess. So this is the door opener. They go back to the entertainment companies. Look what we have here to headline our new service. Don't you want to sign up with us? Yes. It's what Netflix did. And that is, I guess, why they went to the TV production people like Sony Television to pick up their executives. And I just added some from Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Apple's been poaching top talent left and right. You know, and it's interesting. Um, it really seems like Jamie Ehrlich and Zach Van Amberg, who are the two executives who were like co-in charge of Apple's original content business. It seems like they've been given a budget and they've been given the authority to hire whom they want and sign the deals they want. And, and the results so far, you know, we're really excited. We've got Amazing Stories reboot by Steven Spielberg. And you've got this show with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. And now you've got a sci-fi drama Mm-mm-mm, from Ronald D. Moore, which you can't wait for. So, you know, the, the, we're, we're off to a good start, at least in terms of deals. Let me just give you the other opinion. Okay, the devil's advocate for you. Ronald D. Moore sounds intriguing. Interesting kind of gimmick show. I'm going to want to watch that. Amazing Stories was on NBC for two years in the 1980s. Wasn't a very successful show. If I'm going to reboot a TV show, why take one that wasn't that successful? Hope to do it better this time. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, I have no idea. I have little interest in either of them. I guess Reese Witherspoon has done some stuff that I like. So I don't know. It depends on your point of view. I just think here, why do you want to reboot? Why do you want to reboot a 30 year old show that wasn't successful? Because it was critically successful. People who liked amazing stories really liked amazing stories. And, you know, Steven Spielberg has a fairly good track record in general. I mean, they signed Steven Spielberg to make a TV show for them. Come on. It's cool. It's going to be great. 
Okay, so we'll see how amazing stories run. It's going to be great because On it's going to be special effects from today and not special effects from the 80s. It's going to be awesome. Well, I certainly hope so. It's an anthology kind of show. You're not rebooting characters. You're creating new content. And I suppose they could use that as a test bed, too, where one of those programs catches on. You know what? Maybe now they'll make a series out of it. That's one way to also test out a new series. It's one episode of Amazing Stories, and it really works out well. And that could be a backdoor pilot to something else. I understand that. And sometimes even the TV networks take a less successful show and make it work, like SWAT. Okay? SWAT stars a former actor from Criminal Minds. But there was a TV show back, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago. Lasted two seasons, didn't do all that well. And they took that concept, made a movie out of it in the early 2000s that did moderately well. And now they came up with a formula that works because the new show, it already gotten, I think, a full season order and maybe a second season order. And it's doing really well in the ratings. So maybe they did find the magic bullet. Maybe there is potential, even in shows that possibly didn't do so well. Look at Star Trek. I guess we should use the biggest example of Star Trek. The original Star Trek was a critical success, didn't do so well from the ratings. It was going to be killed, and then the fans came back, and they petitioned NBC to bring us Star Trek. It came back for a final season, maybe not as good. Maybe they cut back on the budget. Who knows? I I think some actually... Got to, I've got to get my Trek nerd on here. Uh, Gene Roddenberry was not very involved in the day-to-day operations of that last season, sort of in protest to what what had happened to the show from the from the network standpoint. Well, I'm but, not going into the into the weeds here. Oh, but so, I want to go into the weeds because I just one little thing. I think that some of the best shows came from that third season. Some of the best episodes. So I just you know just just saying that. Okay, no, we understand that, but then Star Trek was dead until they brought back the conventions, and I used to know somebody who ran one of the Star Trek conventions, and suddenly they've got the movie, Star Trek the movie, which was not that great in terms of critical reaction. And then they came out with the second one, Wrath of Khan. Director of the original was Robert Weiss, Star Trek the movie. He did Sound of Music, and more important for sci-fi fans... The Day the Earth Stood Still. Hmm. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer. Get your Bug Assault today. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. Anytime. Any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Talking about 
Apple's TV initiative with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, and he's really high on it. He thinks there's a lot of potential different ways maybe for Apple to market this thing as the headliner for a new streaming service, as a value-added extra for Apple Music. You know, depends on what Apple's going to do, or maybe they'll surprise us. And maybe still the, the Apple TV will become a focal point for this, too. That Apple TV is in a holding pattern now. It's doing all this other stuff pretty well. is isn't making sales records, but maybe Apple has a long way to go to make it realize its potential. What do you think? Yeah, in a nutshell, I... Yeah, I Tim Cook has always called Apple TV a hobby. Was 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 um was Steve Jobs calling it a hobby before he passed, or did that start with Tim Cook? I don't think he mentioned much of it at all. I think it was more Cook. Yeah, I think so. So Tim Cook has called it a hobby. You know, I wish that Apple would stop letting it be a hobby and would get really serious about it. But we may be seeing Apple get serious about it with this original content business that it's building. I hope so, at the very least. You look at what Netflix has done with original content, great shows. Amazon has done some great... Th- have you watched Man in the High Castle? No, mostly because Apple TV didn't offer Amazon Instant Video. I needed a way to stream it. I didn't have that device. Now I have the Vizio TV. So now I can watch that. If I have time... You see, here's the problem, too, about all this. There are a lot of great scripted dramas on TV now. Incredible artists. Some come from the movies. Good directors, good actors, really terrific dramas all over the place. Who has time to see them all? Well, we are in what I call the golden age of TV. I think we've mentioned that on the show before. It, there have never been so many great shows to watch. Never, ever, ever. And this is this is cable, uh, for the, the major networks, and for all of these streaming services. I mean, to, to, to think that Hulu could make a great show, and I'm referring to actually two shows that they do. One's Future Man, which I think is hilarious and just brilliant show really gross by the way some people won't won't like it at all but it's i think it's a brilliant show uh, handmaid's tale which is also a fantastic show and like hulu hulu is like such a joke of a company in so many ways and they're making these these two fantastic shows this niche ways of getting content to people and 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 that has allowed companies to cater to things that would never have passed the broad mainstream appeal test in the past has just resulted in all these great shows it's kind of awesome if you like to watch tv we should clarify here hulu was owned by abc fox entertainment 21st century fox which is being of course merged into disney if that deal goes through nbc universal and turner broadcasting so as a matter of fact, it's owned by most of the major entertainment companies. So the fact is here that it's not necessarily an afterthought in terms of the parentage. Um, okay. Except here, there's an article here that says Disney's Fox acquisition means the end of Hulu as we know it. And I suppose what they're going to do there, but they have to disengage themselves from... NBC and maybe Turner is to make this the hub of the new Disney streaming service. You see, mm, I don't think Disney is going to use Hulu as that hub. I think they'll use the Disney everywhere. What's it called? Disney rebranded as something else. Disney movies everywhere. It, it, Disney movies anywhere.com. That's the new branded version of this. I think that um, they're going to end up using that service 
as the foundation for their private subscription thing. Ultimately, if Hulu doesn't merge into this new service, it'll be dropped eventually. It's one or the other. In fact, there's an article about that in Recode suggesting here that Disney's Fox acquisition means the end of Hulu as we know it. It's not going away, but it will look very different. So they're suggesting it'll probably be morphed into the new Disney streaming service or go away completely. And I think they're looking at it as Beats Music, where Beats Music, when Apple bought Beats, became Apple Music. Yeah, I suppose that's possible. That's not my read on it, but um, maybe the folks who wrote that know something I don't. I still think there's too much content there. There's too many delivery services right now. Everybody wants to get their own little fingers and their grubby little corporate fingers and into our, you know, streaming pie, so to speak. And that is going to have to work itself out, right? Because there is a limit to how many streaming services uh, consumers are going to pay for. And when you have more and more satisfaction of all these great properties and franchises being uh, being being kept in their own houses, there there will eventually be a consumer backlash for things like that. I still think there's a lot of possibilities here that we haven't heard the end of in terms of TV, court-cutting services. I do notice here, this is before net neutrality was killed by the FCC, that a number of cable companies were embedding Netflix in their set-top boxes. Mm-hmm. And so... The solution to cord cutting is just to join them. But then ultimately, Netflix then becomes another premium channel on Comcast or something or on Cox. So is that where it's going to end up here instead of allowing cord cutting to take place? Just simply maybe revise the offerings with basic cable, get people who are already Netflix members or Hulu members or whatever to join the party and that's it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, Gene, I I don't know where we're going right now. I say that all the time. (laughs) Right now, we have so much change happening in the delivery business. And and, like movie studios have gone from being on top of the world just just a few short years ago to struggling and theaters are struggling and the cable companies are currently doing well, but cord cutting is becoming more and more of a, of a bona fide option. YouTube has a, or a Google has a, no, I guess it is YouTube has a new cord cutting package that they're working on. Hulu live is a thing, even though it's not perfect. Um, I, I, I really do think Apple will eventually get something in this space we have. a There's a lot to be settled by the marketplace, and we're in the middle of that transition even as we speak. Just fortunately, we at least have good shows to watch in the process. We can enjoy that. Like I said, I already have a whole bunch of stuff on my DVR I haven't watched. I have over 20 shows. Now, let me amend that. This is another problem with cable. The DVR broke. So I had to get a new DVR, and now I have to go back if I want to watch the shows I recorded because you can't carry them over. They're on a hard disk. I have to go to On Demand to watch the same shows, but now with commercials. I can't skip through them on On Demand. So I will get to see most of the shows. I think we're down to less than 20 now, maybe 15 or 16. But that's another thing, too, that problem to solve. By putting the shows that you've time-shifted on your local device, what happens then if that device is broken? You can't transfer it. You can't just move the hard drive. You can't copy it over. 
The cable company doesn't care. The satellite company doesn't care. Oh, they, they do very much care. They want you not to be able to do that. But they have no solution. No, they want for you to not be able to move your stuff. They're just fine with, with uh, you not being able to move your stuff if your device goes belly up. <laughs> Brian Chaffin, please tell our listeners where we can <laughs> find more of your stuff as you prepare to cut something. I am the editor-in-chief of the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com. You can find my personal blog at GeekTells.com. That's G-E-E-K-T-E-L-L-S.com. You can find us on Twitter as Tech Night Owl. You can find Gene Steinberg on Facebook, the guy with the red plaid shirt. That I'll never give up. It's still here. It's cold in Arizona. And I still wear it occasionally. And I weigh less now than I did then, and I wasn't heavy then. Just think about it. I'm just wasting away as we talk. We also have Tech Night Owl Plus. It's a way for you to get the same show you're listening to now with better quality audio and free of the network ads. We offer it to you for a low price starting at just $1.49 a week. A little late for holiday giving, but listen, we do what we can. Plus.technighthow.com for more information on joining Tech Night Owl Plus. Please check it out. Brian Chaffin, thank you so much for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. It's been great. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.